Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. Recently, the CBCC released Building Black Businesses in Canada, a rare study examining the needs of and opportunities to support Black entrepreneurs. The report, supported by BDC, provides a qualitative look at Black business owners across Canada and identifies a number of personas that bring their needs and characteristics to light. Hi everyone, this is Maheen from Canadian SME Small Business Magazine. We recently had the chance to chat with Christelle Fransoy. Christelle is a bilingual executive leader and businesswoman who has the pulse on the leaders of entrepreneurship, innovation, and advocacy. She was recently appointed as the president of the Canadian Black Chamber of Commerce. Christelle possesses extensive experience as a strategy consultant, where she specialized in developing revenue models and implementing growth metric systems for various organizations. In this podcast, she shared some of the most pressing needs faced by Black business owners and initiatives that the Canadian Black Chamber of Commerce has put in place to help small businesses during these challenging times. Hi, Crystal. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our uh, small business podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. It's always a pleasure uh, chatting with, you know, Chamber and the representatives from it. Now, uh, Crystal, currently there is little data about, you know, who Black entrepreneurs are and there's a lack of knowledge relating to the textures and tones of their communities. Now, this disconnect impacts their opportunity to become, you know, aware of and access solutions that can help them scale. Now, it is known that Black entrepreneurs face unique challenges in starting and growing a business, particularly around, you know, access to capital. Now, being a Black business leader in Canada, how do you perceive the changes that that happened uh, since the pandemic arrived? And in your perspective, how did these changes affect the small businesses here? Yes, I mean, excellent question. I mean, first off, I think, you know, given that the pandemic obviously has impacted everyone in a tremendous way, but because of the systemic racism that Black people face already, then you add the additional layer of being an entrepreneur within the Canadian landscape, um, you can only imagine how much harder it's been for Black entrepreneurs to kind of get on their feet, to survive through this, you know, kind of difficult economic challenges that they've been experiencing, but also kind of moving forward. So one of the things that we've seen, um, you know, in terms of the new report that we released a few, few weeks ago, which was a report in collaboration with the BDC, what we've done is because there hasn't, you know, to your point, there has there is such a lack of this type of research on Black entrepreneurs across Canada. We really wanted to identify and hone in what those key challenges are that they're currently facing and how we can develop specific solutions, not just internally, but specific for us to utilize it to advocate um, at the private sector and also at the, at the government sector as well to create programs and solutions that really are unique to the Black experience because of the nuance that, that we face as a people in, in, in this landscape. That's great. I mean, I did read the report. Now, according to the study that you just mentioned, uh, conducted by CBC, and it it, it really identified the key characteristics of Black business owners, and it highlights uh, a need for additional data to, you know, better support Black entrepreneurs. What are the most pressing needs uh, faced by the Black business owners? 
Yeah, the pressing needs are, you know, that there's an array of them, but some of the key ones are access to capital. Um, that was definitely almost like the number one challenge. So making sure that they have access to funding and, and you know, through those various measures, um, access to mentorship. So ensuring that they do have the mentorship to scale their companies and businesses, you know, in a way that allows them to thrive and grow. Um, additionally, ensuring that there's the financial literacy component to support them and ensuring that they are understanding because as entrepreneurship expands um, within our economy, there's always these new programs that are in place, new financial um, opportunities. So what does that look like? And, and I think financial literacy goes beyond understanding the credit aspect, but also this new digital economy that's that's growing, right? And so I think it's critical to ensure that that educational piece is there. Um, so I, those were kind of like the three key, key pieces um, that kind of came out in, in terms of some of the the, the pressing, the pressing needs. And obviously some of the other ones were around marketing um, and advertisement, which requires funding. You, you need, right. anyone will tell you, yes, marketing and PR is critical, but do you have the funding to pay for that strategy and purchase those ads in a strategic way to, to benefit your business? Absolutely. It is, it is very, very costly. And sometimes this, in the, in these challenging times, I don't think it's, you know, affordable it's, to keep uh, marketing your priority. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> when you're just trying to stay afloat, right? Stay afloat. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Crystal, mm -hmm. share with us, what are some of the initiatives that the Canadian Black Chamber of Commerce has put in place to help small businesses during these challenging times? Absolutely. So we've put out um, various programs and actually new ones that we're, we're going to be launching. So some of them being we have a mastermind program that we run. It's basically an incubator accelerator that mm -hmm. businesses, you know, at a extremely, extremely, you know, low cost. Um, and what this accelerator program does for our members is it allows them to develop the skill set and the roadmap to scale um, their business. It's about a year long program, but they're also supported by advisors and also mentors. And the mentors that are part of this program are part of, you know, 500, you know, Fortune 500 companies with, with an array of skill set. Um, additionally, we've run different programs around partnering with the OSME office. Uh, so that's the government with Minister Anand's office around the office of small and medium-sized enterprise to really explore providing knowledge and access to procurement contracts. So sometimes, you know, that's one of the areas that we feel like Black businesses were not really involved in. How do you secure those government contracts? What does that look like? So we provided a lot of support and access to apply for some of these um, opportunities, but also we, we provided our workshop information sessions. Um, we also have our food incubator program, which is a specific program that was launched last year that ended up, um, that closed off around February. That was really around businesses in the food space. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really helping businesses figure out, you know, how do you get your labeling, nutritional packaging, and all of that to really get yourself shelf ready to be available for, for stores. Um, and additionally, some of the new programs that we have coming up are around financial literacy, actually. So we're going to be launching that program very soon in the coming months. Um, that's going to be a, a specific program targeting some of the points I was mentioning earlier around not just the financial literacy in terms of understanding credit, what that looks like as an entrepreneur, how do you separate your personal and your business, you know, and, and having that clear understanding. But also we're going to dive into the digital economy around blockchain and there's new opportunities that are presenting themselves in terms of conducting business through that landscape as well. And so we want to make sure that our Black entrepreneurs have their, their skill set to be equipped to, to, to move forward in that way. It is very, very, very important that, you know, people have the right tools and resources to be able That's to, you it. know, 
move forward. But I'm sure this information that you shared will be very useful to our listeners. Yes. Crystal, share with us, how do Black businesses, according to you, how do Black business leaders and aspiring Black entrepreneurs bounce back from this uncertainty and start businesses under these challenging circumstances? Yes, how do you bounce back? I mean... It's, 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 it's not easy, right? But, in, but, it, but it's doable. And I think a few of the things comes from, I think, partnering, exploring ways, how can you partner, leverage with other Black businesses to, you know, I think there's a lot of power in our in unity. And so I think how, what are some strategic partnerships that you can possibly do with other businesses? Um, stay, you know, try to find information, whether you sign up with their newsletter or other Black organizations, um, but signing up to get access to the information because there are federal grants um, and government related grants that are providing, you know, that are not just loans, but actual grant support. So there's some at the federal level, provincial level and municipal level. So I really encourage um, entrepreneurs to get involved in that sense to kind of have access to that information. Um, Obviously, we also know that, you know, with the federal government, there's going to be the rollout of those loans coming out in the month of May. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think people will be able to apply up to 250,000 in terms of being able to apply for that. But in the short term, I would say the key thing is identifying how can you pivot your business if you have not already, right, to ensure that you're digital, um, you're digital ready and, and kind of in that land space and, and making sure that you have metrics in place that allow you to thrive from a t- digital capacity. I'm exploring other creative ways to um, do your marketing. So let's say you don't necessarily have the budget, what are some ways that you can collaborate? Can you do an exchange of service um, with some, you know, with, with a marketing creative team instead? Um, can you leverage, are there some skills that maybe you could possibly learn on your own to maybe help that in place? You know, I would also explore partnering up with some schools to maybe get some interns, you know, that could be potentially low cost to help you um, cover some, some of that stuff. So those there's a lot of opportunities out there. I just think because it's been such a critical time, how do you kind of, you know, look out in terms of what's going to, going to be to your best advantage while keeping your, your costs still low so you can remain afloat? But I, I think those are some great ways that people can really kind of start uh, bouncing back because, you know what, as difficult and as challenging as this time has been, I always feel that, you know, sometimes some of the most difficult times are, it's a great time for innovation and it's actually a great time to, you know, think about new ideas that will change how we can do business moving forward. So I think we just have to, you know, try and remain positive and see the opportunity that's actually being presented through this, you know, challenging time. It really helps us be more proactive towards, you know, big challenges that we may face. So Krista, what would you say is the biggest challenge that the Black business owners will face post-COVID? Post-COVID. So you know, when I would say, you know what, the access to capital is, is so when we say access to capital, right, I just want to make sure that people fully understand what we mean by that. The challenges with access to capital is the actual racism that Black entrepreneurs face when they go directly to a bank and sometimes are not provided with the same service. They're not provided with the same amount of credit opportunities based on their types of businesses, or it could be discrimination, or it could be a lack of of understanding of some of the industries that we know are extremely viable. But does the person on the receiving end understand the nuances of the type of businesses that we create? And so the numbers actually show that there is 
you know, the data shows that there's an imbalance of that, right? And mm-hmm. also we have to, we have to take into consideration that because of the, pre, the in the past, the racism that was in place, obviously is impacting the current reality today because economic wealth amongst certain Black families is not necessarily the same um, in comparison to our counterparts in this country, right? So mm-hmm. just that is just the, the, that's just the baseline, right? Already there. But I think some of the challenges post-COVID will be ensuring that um, because if we're taking those factors into consideration, we know that then the, the financial impact of COVID has been that much more detrimental. And so even if these entrepreneurs are able to secure funding or loans um, in that capacity, how much of that is actually going to be towards paying off certain debts? Um, and how much of it can they actually utilize to scale their business? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, uh, right. So I, I think it's critical for, for us to assess that. So I think one of the challenges will be is, although many of them will be able to benefit from some of these loans to pay off certain debt, um, we want to make sure that our, they have the, the opportunity to really in, put it back into their business for it to grow. So one of the challenges presenting itself is ensuring that, you know, they have also access to you know, non-grant, more grant-related opportunities that they don't have to repay. You know what I mean? Because right. if this this COVID, you know, this happened, all these businesses that got impacted, you know, it's regardless of race, it's like, it's not, it's not like, it's not their fault, right? It's, it's right. like, this is such an unfortunate situation. It's not like these were incompetent people running businesses who are now, you know, in debt. It's just like the circumstances presented as such. So I just think the key, the key challenge will be how do we ensure that with these new opportunities available, a lot of it is able to go into their business mm-hmm. um, and also providing Black entrepreneurs with the skill set and the access to resources to allow them to pivot and to scale. Because I think that's the most important thing. How can we ensure that they're scaling at an effective rate that allows them to be sustainable for years to come and create additional jobs to, you know, stimulate the, the, the Canadian economy? Absolutely. It's so important to bridge that gap between, you know, the corporate world in Canada and the Black yep. business community for a more thriving and a very inclusive Canadian economy. Now, exactly. Crystal, any final thoughts that you would like to share with us? Yes. I mean, in terms of final thoughts, I would say that, um, you know, as difficult as this year has been this past these past 12 months, um, you know, I, I do feel somewhat excited in terms of moving forward. But I do want to touch on this point is outside of economic relief um, and outside of financial support, I do think one of the elements that is critical and we do need resources for, and I hope that if there's any organization out there, feel free to reach out to us, but specifically to mental health. Um, I think mental health for entrepreneurs, we know that it's a huge issue, but there really needs to be resources because these are entrepreneurs that are, you know, they have families and the impact of losing their business or their, their business is really being hard is really taking a toll on, on a lot of, on a lot of people in ways that we have never seen before. And so I just think that if you're an entrepreneur out there, you know, seek any type of help that you can, or try to find balance, you know, in your day to day to ensure that you are taking care of yourself first, you know, your health comes first and your peace of mind and balance is critical. And I know that as entrepreneurs and, and as leaders, we're, we're ambitious, we want things to happen and that's great. 
but please take care of yourself first. Um, everything else, everything else will flow as long as you're you're doing well um, in the first place. So that's that's what that's what I want to encourage. And I also want to encourage you guys to you know check out our website, CanadianBlackChamber.ca. Join our newsletter. We have some. Our report is also available on our website. Upon watch, upon which you can read and learn about the different challenges that Black entrepreneurs are facing across Canada and the solutions that we're proposing to the government and to the private sector in terms of banks, ensuring that they're developing programs that best cater to Black entrepreneurs. And we look forward to um, collaborating with any anybody out there that wants to reach out. That, that's truly amazing. I mean, lo I love your transparency and your openness to health. But thank you yes. so much for taking the time out to connect with us, Christelle. It was great pleasure knowing you and more about the Chamber and its initiatives to support Black businesses. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders. Music